Welcome to the As You Are podcast. I'm your host, Mandy. This is a space where we come as we are, taking charge and proudly claiming who we are by not being ashamed of living our truth and speaking our truth as we navigate the challenges of life. I hope you enjoy being part of this space. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the As You Are podcast. I am your host, Mandy. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number three. Um, Yeah, I'm quite surprised that I am now recording episode number three. Surprised and disappointed, um, mainly because I really wanted to be on the roll when it comes to recording the podcasts. Because I feel like they are less, okay, let me not downplay it, but um, right now it's around 10.40, almost 11 p.m. And I just got back from work. I'm just chilling here in my nightgown and I'm probably going to go to bed in the next hour or two. So I feel like there's less preparation in a sense compared to you know youtube videos where you have to kind of set up and show yourself and you know be in front of the camera so this is just me behind a microphone so i feel like it's not as stressful as visual recording but at the same time it takes a lot to actually gather your thoughts and you know come over here and just speak about something um especially if you want to deliver your your message in a way that people will be able to you know respond to it positively and in a way that they can relate so usually i i am a go with the flow type of person i want to just come here and speak about things but there are certain conversations that i feel you can't just like willy-nilly talk about them, you know, from the top of your head. Um, You need to be very clear about how you want to deliver the message and make sure that you don't spend time like um, blabbing and going around in circles and then you keep making points and then saying things that don't make sense and then making points again. So yeah, there are quite a few topics that I would want to touch on but like yeah just sitting down and jotting down a few points sometimes I don't make that time which I I need to start being more proactive but today just maybe two hours before I had to in my in my shift at work I decided to take a piece of paper and just you know write down three bullet points or rather three main um points that I want to touch on Uh, for today's conversation and I feel like at least this can be a more guided um, conversation where I feel like my message I can articulate myself better and my message will come across in a way that hopefully you guys can understand and relate to so on today's um, episode I would like to talk about um, social media detox I would like to share my experience um, when it comes to social media detox and just everything surrounding that. So yes, guys, I just want to share that like I'm not someone that is anti-social media. Um, I just think that there are a lot of um, 
problematic aspects when it comes to social media that can negatively inf- um, negatively affect our self-esteem, our mental health, and the way that we view and interact with others. So I have been someone who has um, sort of like analyzed my social media behavior in terms of how it has made me feel and influenced my thoughts and certain way in certain ways in which I think and interact um, and just like how I feel after being in that space. So yeah, I just wanted to just talk a little bit about that today. And yeah, so basically, um, just to get straight to the point, I wanna I wanna just touch on why I left social media. But I also want to say that I haven't entirely left social media. Um, the, the specific uh, app that I'm talking about or social media app that I'm talking about right now is Instagram. And it's Instagram because I think that is the only app that I felt like I was having an unhealthy relationship with. And I think that is like, you know, it's a very popular um, app that a lot of us use. I think maybe Facebook might be the first one and then Instagram. Um, I'm not really sure of the statistics, so forgive me if I'm not um, up to date with who's at the top and who's at the bottom. But I I know like Instagram is, you know, one of those apps that, you know, every second person you might encounter might have. So that's the app that I felt like was a bit too much for me and has pushed me to that point or to the level where I felt like I needed to, you know, take a break from social media and so when I talk about taking a break from social media, I'm specifically referring to Instagram. However, I will I might touch on a few other apps that I feel like have gotten to a point where they've also kind of driven me crazy. But um, <clears throat> so I am someone who is prone to anxiety and overthinking. So everyone has anxiety and I don't want to speak lightly about anxiety because I feel like Um, It's not a word that I want to just throw around, like it's, it's something small. A lot of people suffer from anxiety and there are different levels of anxiety. So I just have a kind of a severe anxiety that can easily be triggered um, by a lot of things. And I've come to be aware of what triggers me and I've come to understand like how my anxiety work and I am in a process of trying to work and deal with that. It's not every day that I'm anxious, but like I said, I have triggers. So I felt like being on social media or being on Instagram and being exposed to a multitude of information, some information is just, some information is really good for you. It's educational. It's it's really effective. It's helpful. Some um, information that you come across can also be very um, devastating and um, heartbreaking. Um, and I think like the content can be very uh, sensitive. And some of the information that we that I was receiving on my Instagram was just hard to decipher what reality is and what is um, unrealistic or not a reality, if that makes sense. So basically people's lives and just the kind of expectations that people, like the kind of lifestyle 
that people project um being that might be hard sometimes to decipher like what is the true happiness or what's really happening in this person's life because the what you don't see on instagram is not what the person's going to show and um also yeah basically separating online issues and my life as well was something that was hard um just to just to elaborate on what i mean by separating online issues with my life i basically mean like what i see on social media when i switch off my phone i shouldn't be constantly thinking about that so i felt like a lot of uh, that's where the problems were for me like i was having a very unhealthy reaction to things that i saw on social media and that affected my anxiety and to a certain extent i felt pressured um it was difficult for me to decipher what's real and what's not and also separating myself from things that i consume um to my daily life so the pressure i think sometimes yeah when i talk about pressure it's like you know you obviously see a lot of people that could be the same age as you or people that are also older than you or younger than you or people you've went to school with people that you know and maybe you're not like in like close you don't have a close relationship with them and you're not in like day to day serious speaking terms it's almost like you just like a picture send a heart write a comment and that's about it and you see them uh, achieve certain things in life or elevate their lives elevate to a different level and you start doing what we all do and what we all suffer from and sometimes it can be good and sometimes it can be bad and i don't want to shame myself or shame other people that find themselves in a situation where they look at people who they might you know personally know or might have known at some point in their lives or just random strangers and feel like rah like why am i not at this in this place in my life right now and you start looking at your achievements as though they mean nothing and you start feeling like you know you're not doing enough you're 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 basically you're not enough and sometimes it might come with a little bit of jealousy and sometimes it might come with a little bit of inspiration where you're like listen this person is so motivating and you know what i'm gonna get my act right like i feel motivated they've bought a car let me start saving up i've been saying i want to buy a car and now that this person has bought a car i feel like i can also do it like let me save up let me buy a car you see someone graduating like oh i've been trying to get my degree but i haven't been serious about it i feel so motivated let me get my degree or i want to go on this trip like i've been saying like you know things there are things that make you actually get up and do something about your life and i feel like that is definitely a positive the positive aspect of seeing other people's achievements but the negative aspect is when you start comparing what you have achieved with another person's achievement and you start feeling like your achievement means less and that you are not doing enough and you start ridiculing yourself you start shaming yourself you start looking at yourself in a negative way and then your self-esteem starts to drop so 
there's obviously a thin line between those two things and sometimes you might find you find found you might find yourself bouncing in between the positive aspect where you really become a go-getter you start that youtube channel you start your podcast you get your driver's license you graduate or you might find yourself like completely down and doing nothing because you feel like whatever you're doing is not enough so i think social media or rather instagram had moments where it made me feel like i'm not doing enough or i'm kind of stuck and that has negatively affected my mental health and just the way that i view myself so just the pressure of feeling like i need to be at a certain place at a certain time because I just scrolled through this person who bought a car or bought a house or got married, was having a baby, whatever kind of pressure that you feel, you know, pressures you. Um, And then another thing that I feel was even more um, difficult is when it comes to, you know, online activism or social media activism. I don't really know what you want to, you know, what term you want to use. And I think that social media when it comes to activism has been really great because, you know, I can easily scroll on my Instagram page and know what's happening in Palestine without having to attend a politics class or literally go um, to the library and find a book and read about the history or I don't, I don't have to be there to know what's happening. And we can all use our platforms to speak out, to share the message, to, to, to do what we can in our small little spaces, you know? So I think there's an amazing part or rather, you know, the social media has created or given us an opportunity where we can do those things. We know about, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement in America, you know, like the way that the brutality that surrounds, you know, black men and black women who are being killed and senselessly murdered um, by, you know, the police. And when you think about South Africa, you're also aware about the femicide and women also being senselessly murdered by their partners or by men in South Africa. Like it's created a platform where we are allowed to share and do that and spread the word. And it also catches on with the rest of the world. And maybe people who have power or, you know, um, a larger influence, they can intervene and do something about it. So that's the amazing aspect of it. And I will never trash that. But there also comes a part where your mental health also gets to a point where it's really, really um, shaky, you know? And there was a period, I think last year, where it was the Black Lives Matter, it was the femicide in South Africa, and it was, yeah, it, it was just a tough time. And that's all I was consuming on my social media. And sharing whatever people do retweeting sharing posting putting it in your story you we were working a lot of people were working but with that work also came a lot of shaming a lot of ridiculing and to a point whereby if i didn't share something 
I would feel guilty for not sharing because people are going to assume or make deductions that I don't care about what's happening in South Africa or I don't care about what's happening in America or I don't care what's happening in whichever part of the world where people are being discriminated or killed or, um, you know, just living in pain. Like it just made me feel like if I don't do this, I'm going to appear and look a certain way. So then people are just sharing and just sharing and just sharing, even if maybe when they switch off their phones, they couldn't care less about what's going on. But just to appear and look as though, you know, I'm part of this, you people would start sharing. And I'm not saying that that's what people were feeling like, that people were sharing because they feel guilty. But there is a sense of guilt that I personally felt that I needed to share things because now people are like, oh, Amanda's silent about this, then she doesn't care. And it's like, as... A South African black woman and as a black person in general, I don't feel good seeing these things. I don't I, I cannot ever feel good knowing that black men and black women are senselessly being killed in certain parts of the world or any like I'm speaking as a black person because now um I know there are a lot of like different atrocities that are happening around the world, but I want to focus on this because I feel like it kind of has a direct if, uh, um, effect on me being a black person and being a woman. And no, and also, okay, going back. So knowing that there are black men and women that are being killed in parts of the world, and also knowing that in my own country, there are women who are being killed on a daily by their partners or random men. Like that can never sit well to me at all, never. So consuming this kind of information it's emotionally like it's like it's so painful it's so painful and it's so crippling that i sometimes find it hard to just look at these image images or hear this information or read this information and still carry on with my day at work it becomes so hard and then i feel like i just need to you know detach and just take a break and take care of myself and take care of my mental health and so a lot of times I just felt like people were being judged, people were being called out, people were, you know, it's it's like you're now part of this group of people that are committing these atrocities because you're not being vocal on your social media about it. And it's like people are going through a lot seeing these things, you know, it's not easy to 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 um, receive this information and still have a normal day. And... So sometimes I just feel like with social media activism, it's like you need to show up and you need to show up every single day. And if you don't show up, people are going to cancel you. People are going to block you. People are going to, you know, befriend you. Is it the right word? When you don't want to be friends with someone? Because befriend is when you want to be friends with someone. Yeah. So they, they, they're they not going to be your friends. They're going to unfollow you, cancel all these requests and all of these things. So it be you kind of just living in fear and you know with anxiety then that's what you become so hypersensitive um in the way that you re you you react to information and you know all these things so that was a really difficult time for me especially last year like i said with the black lives matter and the you know a famous side in south africa as well as a lot of other things that started showing up you know i can't remember everything but there's there's a lot of things now that we because of social media we have access to what's happening here what's happening there so it, it was just 
it was just hard for my mental health you know it was just hard and i think another thing like just it i felt like it was an emotional roller coaster like my feelings and emotions were being toyed with because you'll be scrolling on the app and you see like okay people are dying people are being killed and then some literally less than a second you're seeing someone celebrating that they just bought a new car you see someone celebrating that they graduated another person is giving birth another one is is traveling and they're somewhere out there and then it's corona and then so many people have died because of this and then there was a car crash and then there was oh a cute little video of a baby like it's just your emotions like i can't i couldn't handle going through all these emotions where i have to be happy because I'm happy that my friend or this person is enjoying their vacation or they just achieved something great or, oh, they're having lunch at this place, this looks cool. And then the next scroll is literally a video of a black man being shot in his car for nothing. And then another video, like, it's just, it's hard, you know what I mean? And it's not like you can filter these things where there's different sections where it's like you are literally on a website and you want to, read about the news and then you get have your moment where you educate yourself you learn you have your fair share of activism and then you go back to see what other how other people are living you know those type of things and i think i guess there is an icon now where there's different sections travel and all of these things but from the people that i follow and my timeline i do follow people who are you know activists and i would also consider myself an activist but there are also other people that might not necessarily always share such information so obviously the the feed is just a mix it's a mixture of everything so it's just emotionally difficult to go through every minute you're having a different reaction and a different emotion to what you're you are seeing right so that was really hard for me and um like i said uh, being the person that I am, um, if I see something online that is like emotionally triggering and I react to it in a way that really like puts me down, that's the highly, it's highly likely that my mood and my day is going to go downhill after that. I find it hard to really separate my emotions and feelings from certain things. So I will then look at these images and read a little bit about it and share and become so fixed on it. And then when I switch off my phone or when I exit the app, I still feel that. I still go to bed thinking about it. I still feel like, what else can I do? How can I help? And I feel helpless. And you know, if the feeling of being of the feeling of being helpless is just another thing in itself. Like it's not a great feeling. So it just wasn't getting healthy for me at all. Um, and so I just felt like I needed to do something about it because my anxiety, um, I'm overthinking, I'm restless. I'm just, I'm not enjoying the app, you know, I'm just not enjoying, um, the app and I'm finding it hard to, to respond or interact with, with the, with people or even like it use the app in a way that's conducive for me my mental health and also be able to do all these things that um people do on social media or on instagram um so yeah i felt like 
I was also being highly influenced. I'm going to be raw and honest right now. I'm not someone who, like, how can I say? There's a lot of things that I don't care about. A lot of things that I really, truly don't care about and I don't identify with at all. And after a while of being on Instagram, I found myself following people, pages, and things that have really nothing to do with my values, my beliefs, and what I stand for. And now I started feeling like I'm becoming influenced, you know? Um, I find myself like, oh, now I've seen someone using this concealer and they look so pretty. Maybe I should also get a concealer. For what? For who? Why? Or I see someone, they just bought a bunch of things online and all these nice clothes. And then I feel like maybe I should, you know, like I should also do that. Like I should, I should buy these things as well. Like why? Why? I mean, if that's what I wanted all along, I probably would have done it. I don't need someone on Instagram to tell me that I need to buy myself a dress. I really don't need that. My wardrobe is going to tell me that I need a dress. So there was a lot of that where I just felt like as much as I am a very strong person and I'm I'm also very strong in my convictions and I know like what I stand for to a certain extent and what my values are, but I'm not going to lie, I'm human. I also found myself in the state where I feel like I am being influenced to do things that have nothing, that I have, that have no business um, doing or have no business interacting with. So then, it, it, you know, you start getting to that moment now when you start seeing this particular person or these particular people saying that they've done this or they, they've bought that instantly you go online and you start checking and you start buying or you start doing. And um, again, maybe you saw something that you never knew existed. Like I'm not saying it's all bad to feel influenced. There are a lot of things that maybe we might not know about that other people share and you're like, oh, I actually need this. This is really cool. This will be good for me. And you get it. I'm not saying it's all bad, but there are some things that I feel like are ridiculous. And like I said, I have no business buying them or I have no business um, consuming that. Like it's not doing anything good for me. You know what I mean? And sometimes we don't even know like with some of these influences or friends of ours or close friends, families, whatever, where they get the money to to sustain or maintain their lifestyles. And so you see things, you see people going places every weekend, you see them buying new clothes, you see them driving this car and you feel like this is exactly what I need as well oh my gosh like and another thing is that you know with social media just because you're following someone you feel so connected to them you feel like you know them and a lot of people have made friends through Instagram and met husbands and partners through Instagram but you feel so connected to these people you feel like oh wow like um maybe I know them or whatever so you all of a sudden become uh, you feel like you know them, you feel like you know how much they have in their bank account, but you don't. So there's a lot of that as well that I feel like we're not really aware of what's happening, re- the realities of what's happening in other people's lives. And then we start taking on their lifestyles. I remember when I first came to Korea because I hadn't really had a proper job in a while. I always did part-time jobs and I was always a student. 
so I actually um, when I came to Korea and I was seeing some people back home like going out every weekend some of my friends or people that I know going out every weekend buying new clothes I'm like where the hell are these people getting the money from like I had to come to Korea to start making decent income and even now I'm still like not buying or affording these things that these people are affording like what's going on you know and it's like you have to remind yourself that I don't know what these where these people get this money from uh you can never know so sometimes it's really important to try and separate yourself from some of these things and understand that like you know some of it is just online it's literally online people are crying they have credit card debt um things are being repossessed or they have people sponsoring their lifestyles so yeah but anyway that was a mouthful um basically now how have i been feeling i've been off social media or rather instagram for six months i haven't been completely off social media because my friend and i do run an instagram account called babes i've been there it is a space for women where we get to share our experiences it's just like a little community where we just talk about our experiences and just you know try and be there for everyone so if you want please follow babes i've been there on instagram and we have babes i've been there on youtube we post videos where we have you know kind of conversations or sort of like a visual podcast um so yeah so every week we take turns in running that page so i have i am not completely off social media but i've realized that it's been the healthiest experience experience ever because we follow you know accounts that are good for our mental health we follow accounts that are just genuinely like you know uplifting us it's just amazing so yeah i've been i've felt less pressure and i don't feel like now i need to conform to conform to everything and i'm not in people's business or people's lives even though i don't really know them so um that has been the great um part of you know having the babes i've been the account is that we follow accounts that are genuinely helpful and good for us and good for our mental health and you know our timeline is just you know amazing like it's filled with things that enrich us things that make me feel strong things that help me you know become a better person so um yeah i don't now i 100 know that social media is not bad sometimes it's just the type of accounts that you follow and the type of people that you interact with so yeah like i've just felt like i've also had more time to myself instead of constantly scrolling and being on my phone and i'm also more connected to people now in a healthier way so yes <laughs> Okay, guys, so to try and end off this episode, because I know it's been a long one, and I've also been waiting a really long time to finally speak out about, you know, how I feel about being off social media, and I'm glad that I have an opportunity to just share how I feel and my experience and my thoughts, and I do hope that, you know, you guys can also relate so basically just to end things off um am i ready to go back to back and you know reinstall or rather get my instagram page back um i think i could say yes but i don't know why i feel a little bit um scared and uneasy about it i mean i feel like a part of me feels like maybe i should 
just start a whole new instagram page like just once at once once and for all like just have a fresh start new followers get a new algorithm going like just fresh start um but another part of me just feels like that will be a lot of work so my plan moving forward is to reactivate my account and unfollow everything that i deem toxic everything that i deem toxic and if there are like distant friends who i don't have any like qualms with i'll just mute their accounts but i won't necessarily unfollow them but like yeah everything else that i feel like is not healthy for me i am unfollowing 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 and i'll start following new accounts healthier accounts i just want to re redesign my feed and just redesign the stories and the, the just the the information that i consume um as i said i've seen from the babes i've been their instagram account that you know it's really helpful scrolling through things like what to do um when you feel anxious or how to be a better person in a relationship or just a bunch of healthy things like things that you really need things that can really help you life lessons um that are really motivating and help and really helpful so that's the type of information that i want to now consume moving forward um because when i am in that space i don't feel anxiety i don't feel pressured i don't feel anything so i definitely want to also create a platform where i i'm not only someone who is consuming information that is healthy and nourishing and you know information that encourages growth and self-love and all of these things i also want to also start radiating and giving back and doing that i want my account to also be a space where people look at my account and feel positive to also be a space where people feel like oh you know like she's so motivating and she's so helpful and she's so this um so yeah moving forward when i do go back on social media i'll let you know guys one of these days that is my plan to be a healthier person um in everything that i cons- consume and yeah mostly the instagram so yeah and i also felt like in this break one thing that i didn't add uh is that sometimes when you're on social media or on instagram and you're seeing people's stories you 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 really feel like as i said you know them you know what they're doing you know what they ate for breakfast you know what they're wearing when they sleep you know what they look like when they wake up whatever and so even when it comes to your close friends you just don't check up on them sometimes because you feel like ah i just saw what she was doing yesterday ah i'm kind of updated and you sending a heart reaction to her, her her story and she's having cocktails with her friends is not you checking up on your friend no you need to text your friends call them um yeah make it a point that you genuinely know how they're doing and obviously we are all busy i'm not trying to say that i'm perfect now that i've been off my actual instagram account i've been better at that but i feel like now if i really want to check on someone i will send them a message like hey friend how you doing it's been a while i'll also update them on my life like i'm i feel like now i'm actively kind of building my friendships with people instead of feeling like i am involved in their lives just by you know liking a picture and all of that stuff so 
that's also another thing that i've learned but also it's the other way around as well where i realized now that i'm off social media i'm really not talking to them as much as i thought i was because i was reacting and seeing everything that they do on instagram i felt like oh okay we still have a relationship but that wasn't the case so yeah guys um i hope that this information or my story and my experience has helped you guys maybe look into your own relationship with social media and maybe you can realize that if you are an anxious person and you suffer from anxiety or your self-esteem or certain aspects of your life and the way that you view yourself is just slowly you know deteriorating it could possibly be the kind of information that you are constantly consuming and being exposed to on social media um and i just want to say to you guys that like just taking a break even if you take a weekend where you tell yourself like you know for the rest of saturday right until sunday i'm not going to go on social media like you'll really see the difference and there's also the other aspect where you feel like you're missing out i you really feel like you're missing out on what's happening with the rest of the world with your friends with people but it also gives you time to time to spend time with yourself and just yeah i don't know be with yourself be in your thoughts and you know cultivate healthy habits so i hope that my story and my experience um was maybe something you also can relate to um so if you did enjoy this conversation or this episode please do give it a review five stars rating please and please be sure to email me at miss mandy torre um if there are any topics or conversations that you would would like me to talk about i i would love to hear from you so yeah oh my god i was getting texts or messages on my phone as i'm recording and i don't know if they are if the sound is coming through to this podcast so if it is i'm really sorry guys um that's just a bit unprofessional from my end but i hope you guys didn't hear it so yes guys thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for being here and always remember show up as you are always show up as you are so take care guys until the next one bye